Hey guys, I'm so sorry for the delay. It all began with my laptop breaking down and giving up on me. So I've spent a few days without a laptop and now I'm stuck with an old crappy laptop. Actually, Amish does not know about Iron uploading it right now. So it is going to be a surprise for him as well. About my other podcast, Tap the Tech, I don't think that is going to start for another two months or so. So that is that. Also, before we begin this episode, I wanted to make an announcement. The Reddit thing is not really working. So I think it would be better if we have a Facebook group. So I'll also be making a Facebook group for this podcast's listeners, uh, where y'all can share your thoughts about the topics we talk about in the podcast episodes. And y'all can even suggest us topics to talk about. So yeah, that is about it. And let's go to the show. Hey there guys, hi, this is Amish Parmar over here. And this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started. There is this thing called as antinatalism. Have you heard about it? No idea. So, uh, a few days back, there was this uh, news article where a person in Mumbai has sued his parents because they did not take his consent before giving him birth. Yeah, that was like, what was that? Why would anyone do that? Like, meaningless. Uh, see, the act of suing your parents because they did not take your consent, that was obviously ridiculous. But it was interesting. And there is a term called as antinatalism. And it refers to the philosophical idea that you should not bring children in this world because this world is very cruel. And it is very unethical for you to bring new people in this world. Because this world has cancer, this world has pollution, uh, this world has loneliness, etc, etc. So why do you want to give all this suffering to new people? So that is why you don't bring babies in this world. So what are your views on this? I guess this is very, uh, this is a very useless thing, very ridiculous thing, very meaningless thing because... Even though there is cancer, like there's cancer, there's uh, globalization, not globalization, what is that? There's global <laughs> warming, there is uh, depression, uh-huh. the, like there are suicide rates, unemployment, everything is there. But it is uh-huh. what, like it is what you do as a parent, it is how you upbring your child that uh, matters. Like, okay, depression is something that maybe everyone in their life face it once. The extent of depression depends. But like everyone feels sad, everyone feels lonely. So it is how you bring your child and how you be with them, how you make them understand that, okay, this is also a feeling. This is also something you should cherish. This is also something you should live. This is also something you should experience, I guess. So that is that. And cancer, talking about cancer, cancer is something that is, uh, it depends on your luck, maybe. Not everyone has cancer, right? So if you are like unlucky, Uh you might have cancer. Or if you indulge in some uh, activities like smoking and drinking that definitely increases the chances of you getting cancer but then again over here as well your parents play a very important role so as to make you understand that okay this is something that you should not do it has very bad effects on your health and something like that so i guess this uh, this anti whatever you told that is useless <laughs> see let me try to explain the other side of the story Okay. Say for example, your parents force you to learn singing. Okay. So singing, some people love it, right? 
एंड मेक अ करियर आउट ऑफ इट एंड दे फील वेरी ब्लिसफुल वाइल सिंगिंग बट वॉट इफ यू डोंट हैव द सेम फीलिंग टूवर्ड सिंगिंग यू डोंट रियली इंजॉय सिंगिंग यू रादर इनफैक्ट यू हेट सिंगिंग बट स्टिल दे आर फोर्सिंग यू टू गो टू द सिंगिंग क्लास एंड प्रैक्टिस सिंगिंग ओके Okay. Will you be okay with it? For example, here you took the example of singing, right? So basically, hmm. you need to take into account both the sides, the side of the child and the side of your parent as well. So there has to be some right. strong reason why, so as to why your parents are forcing you to sing. Like forcing is a very strong word. So there has to be some very strong reason behind it. Yeah, because they think that singing is a beautiful experience and. Although it has hardships and it has hard work, I, they think that it is worth it, and they think it is beautiful, and they think that their child should have that experience. So, if the child doesn't like singing, I guess when he tries to sing in front of the parents, they'll know that okay, uh-huh. singing is not a beautiful experience, and then they'll stop sending him to singing. Because no, no, they will a, say no, no. <laughs> some people are born with it. Some people are born with a good voice. You can't change your voice, right? Okay, so you 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 change the example of singing. You say video games. Your parents force you to play video games, and they say that that is a very blissful experience, and there are so profound experiences. Everyone should play video games, and that is why they are forcing you to play video games, although you don't do not enjoy playing video games. Now those are the kind of parents everyone would love, right? Okay, so like I said, uh, so even as a child, if you see that okay, your parent is telling you to do something. Now when you are a small, when you are small. and you don't understand what's right what's wrong like you don't know what's right for what's wrong so you do whatever your parent tells you to so when they say that okay you need to go for singing you go okay theek hai because my parent is telling me to but then once you once you understand that okay this is not cut out for you you are not enjoying it then you should obviously sit and talk to your parents that okay i am not made out for it and stuff like that i am i am i guess i am a lucky person that my parents uh, are very understanding and they don't force me to do stuff i don't want to but i think there are parents in this world who kind of you know forcefully uh, tell their children to choose a profession even though they don't want to So, right. so basically, I've agreed that if the child is not having a great experience while singing or in playing video games, they should have the right to go and talk to their parents and say that I don't want to do this. And yes, I, in course. a ideal in a, in an ideal world, the parent should listen to the child. So the same logic can be applied to life as a whole. You could say that I don't want to live this life. This life is full of hardships. Now, once I am born, I'll have to learn to walk. I'll have to learn to breathe. I'll have to learn to eat. Whatever is good in life, there are restrictions. If I keep eating junk food, which is very tasty, I am going to get fat. So I'll have to exercise. I'll have to go to school. I'll have to memorize tables. I'll have to mm-hmm. learn science. I'll have to give university exams. I'll have to get a job. I'll have to pay bills. I don't want all this, and I'm not enjoying this. the parents might have enjoyed their life very much and they feel it's beautiful and even all with all the hardships it is worth it but the child does not feel so and a person might feel that their mind their life is very meaningless and they would be much happier if they did not have this life in the first place because they had so many hardships so what right do the parents have to give birth to their child and what about the child's own desire if they don't want to live so when the child says that okay i don't want to live then the child is obviously uh, you know the child can obviously go for suicide if that's how much he doesn't want to live so they can go for suicide <laughs> <laughs> 
Now the parents can't stop him or her from no, so, suiciding. Yeah. In in that case, even before suiciding, they have already lived some amount of life, right? And that in that small amount of life, they have already faced hardship, okay, which has okay. pushed them towards suicide. So who is responsible for that hardship, and who is responsible for the pain of the suicide itself on the child or on a person also? Like we need not restrict our argument to a child. So a child is uh, holding the parents accountable for this. Right, and that that is where the philosophical idea of antenatalism is coming from. That parents are not taking. Permission from their child before giving them birth, which is not possible really, but it does yes, make yes. some sense, right? Yeah, it does. Obviously, it does make sense and makes your questions tough. But then it all boils down to how your parents make you feel. If your parents don't make you feel like that, that okay, life is a hardship. This is and that, and and by the time you understand that okay, this is what a hardship is. Okay. I can I love eating junk food but this will make me fat so this is a hardship but by the time you understand that this is hardship and stuff like that you have already been through a lot of things and then you need to you know feel accountable for that as well this does uh, you know create a lot of questions philosophical ones but I guess this is something that does not have an answer like this not this does not have a binary answer that this is right and this is wrong Right, so I did not ask for a binary answer anyway. I okay. just asked yeah, your yeah. thoughts, and you said that it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it is a very interesting point to note, and it is a very interesting thing to ponder upon. See, it might be interesting for people in the Western countries, but if you do that in India, you'll get two slaps from your mother, and he'll she'll say, "Come, sit down." So you can't do that over here. <laughs> So uh, it, it's not about practicality. It's just about when you think. So if I if I ask you what is meaning of life, you have to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So I think consent is a big thing these days, and getting consent for life is an interesting way to start talking about life and meaning of life. So basically, it is like it is a very the very classic example that we physicists like to throw at each other is like how did the Big Bang start? What was there before Big Bang? So. The answer to that is time started at the Big Bang. There was nothing before it, <laughs> so you can't ask the question itself that what was there before the Big Bang. So that is something like that that you can't ask the question that okay can I be born without being born right? Something like that. See, first of all, uh, <laughs> I have heard this that if someone asks what happened before Big Bang, that is not a valid question because uh-huh. time started when Big Bang started, and I. Okay. I agree to it, but I think no one stops me from asking what came before Big Bang. Like and people who say that time no one is stopping and people who say that time started at Big Bang, I don't see from where do they say that time started during Big Bang or at the beginning of the Big Bang because it's a construct, right? Time starting at that point of time, we have constructed it. We have decided that to be our zero point. But we could be wrong, right? Mhm. we can say that speed of light is constant and that is not something that we have chosen it has come from the laws of universe but at what point does time start in the time spectrum that is not chosen by that that, that is not derived from the universal laws or not been found we have decided it yeah so that is how no we have decided that okay gravity there is something called as gravity that attracts things so Those are the laws that we have proposed, and those are the ones which nature follows. So that is why we accept it, and so that is the physics of it. So 
you accept this physics that is there no again you, you gave rather a, than questioning you, it you gave a very bad example gravity we haven't decided we have found gravity we found gravity that mm-hmm. there is something called as gravity and this is the law of universe so how do you know that gravity is uh, inversely proportional to the distance squared and why not why only squared why not uh, some other oh, power have you thought right. about that so that those are the laws of universe right <laughs> the universe we live in those have a certain rules uh-huh. and those rules we have found out through experiments but okay. putting time equal to 0 at the beginning of the big bang we did not do any experiment which proved mm-hmm. that this has to be the case mm-hmm. or we could we are not able to do right. some kind of experiment so we like have that. just taken it arbitrarily so that's my point right you, this arbitrary thing also makes sense right it does make sense and yes, it agrees of to course. what we have constructed the of course there has been a lot of thought in putting the zero time there and as of now that is the best way to do it and it fits everything perfectly but that's what i'm saying right no one stops me from asking what came before big bang and also because we don't really know there might be so many different cases which could happen before big bang and which could also fit our view of the universe taking this and uh, coming yeah, back to yeah, that anti right, and coming back to antinatalism i think this is a very important idea and it can have implications if not today somewhere down what does natalism mean natalism is something related to birth so and antinatalism is not giving birth because it is unjust to give birth it is actually interesting but uh, what actually happened to the case then you have any idea no no i haven't followed up on the case that's what i'm saying right that that was not the point of it the point of it was the rather the interesting bit of it was the idea of antinatalism yes that's true So this is a very random question. Do you think going to movies alone is sad? Not at all. I absolutely love going to movies alone. Absolutely love it. You love going to movies alone. I love it. I have not done it like on a regular basis. I have done it like twice or thrice, but the feeling is amazing. What is so amazing about it? So basically, for example, like I don't go for Bollywood movies. I mostly go for Hollywood films, right? So whenever I go with someone Uh-huh. generally amongst the whole group i am someone who has more knowledge than the others uh-huh. so they all end up asking me questions <laughs> and then i i don't mind answering those questions because it it does refresh my memory and tests my knowledge and if i don't know i google it then and there and you know increases my uh, knowledge but there are people there are annoying people who do that in the middle of a scene in right. the middle of a movie especially if it's a marvel movie you don't want to miss any scene of it marvel or dc it even dc so then it gets very annoying so i generally prefer to i would love to go for movies alone but nowadays i always get company so it's okay but i don't feel that it is sad at all okay there are times during the interval especially that you need to open your mobile phone and watch through the screen even if you don't have anything to do in order to not feel lonely but uh, i guess that's that's like i don't mind doing that i feel it's i'm very comfortable for going at movies alone okay so uh, i agree with the fact that it is amazing during the movie like the fact that you don't have anyone sitting besides you you're really involved in the movie i think it is great to be alone but moving going experience is not just during the movie it is also going to the movie theater taking the ticket from the counter 
showing the ticket sitting outside the theater before the movie starts then going inside sitting there sitting during the trailers then as you said during the interval and going back home mm-hmm. after the movie so this entire package of movie experience that's what i consider when i talk about do you feel it's okay to go alone so mm-hmm. i think say for example let's do a comparison if i'm going there with my friends i think it's a better experience if i'm not traveling alone right because then we'll talk about something else then we'll talk about the movie if we are excited we are not excited or the reviews etc or even if we are not talking about the movie at all it's just a better experience to be traveling with someone else right and that to your friends so that definitely would want some company during traveling and i don't know whenever i've gone to see movie alone whenever i see around i feel very weird like i'm doing something wrong and doing something which is very rare and i don't know where this feeling comes from i guess you are getting too self conscious about it or maybe because i've always been going to movies with someone and now that i'm not going with someone and i'm comparing the experience with when i've been going with someone else and that is what is causing this feeling but don't don't you feel weird when you are just sitting there outside the theater before the theater is clean no i don't feel weird at all so i am always on my phone so i am doing something or the other so i don't feel weird at all not at all never i guess i'll i'll go for a movie next week or the coming week and alone by myself and see experience how it feels because i guess <laughs> i forgotten the experience myself Okay. You even made a episode with Garud on eating your meals alone, or right. would you feel comfortable eating your meals? I I guess it was one of your earlier episodes. Yes, yes. And over there, over there, you mentioned that uh, yes, sometimes you do feel alone. Like if I'm not mistaken, eating alone is even more sad because you can't use your mobile phone while eating, right? It's more easy to talk to someone while eating mm-hmm. and. and it's yes. and many of the times i won't even talk to people while eating they are just in front of me and they, that person is eating and i am also eating or those people are talking amongst themselves and i am eating but i'm much more comfortable in this case versus eating alone and not talking to anyone i have come to your place a lot of times and i have seen you having lunch in front of me and no, i very no, clearly no. remember that <laughs> whenever you have your lunch you are on youtube No, no. So what is the difference? No, that no. can happen at a restaurant as well. What can happen? You are saying that I can take out my mobile and watch something while eating in a restaurant. Yes, that's what I do. I don't know, man. Like uh, I don't feel like doing that in a restaurant. No, 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 no. I am someone who likes eating a lot, and like generally once a week there is a time that I go to a restaurant all by myself, order a nice pizza or a sandwich. and start on some good anime put on the earphones and enjoy it all by myself wow man not caring about anyone at wow. all wow like it is it is it is a lot of fun i would like to have this level of comfort <laughs> with eating alone or going to the movies that would make me so independent no it is it is a lot of fun man like you don't have anyone to disturb you you are having good food you are watching good stuff what else do you need i don't know i think going out to a restaurant and eating something it has never been about just eating or just the taste or just the food it has always been about mm-hmm. the people i am going with and the conversations i am having and the exchange of experiences or the exchange of food like when you talk about the food with your friends like this is good this is bad say for example you had the best sandwich in your life while you are alone and there's no one mm-hmm. to 
talk to or mm. there's no one to express the fact that this is the best sandwich you've ever had in your life or you're having a very shitty okay. dinner and you're <laughs> you, there's no one to abuse about the food you're eating thankfully i never had such extreme experiences when i'm alone but i think you should definitely try it once in your lifetime i've tried many times i've eaten alone many times and i've gone to movies alone a few times so like i've experienced this and this all this is coming from experience so i guess everyone has a different uh, innate behavior innate personality of liking and not liking stuff it is so weird that one person feels it's completely alright and the other feels it's not okay or it is weird yes Yeah, yeah. That's what makes us who we are. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to sleep, dude. You wanted to sleep. You are okay. No, see, dude. Whenever I, whenever I switch on the record button. Just so whenever, whenever you record. Yeah, it just goes off. Okay. Like now, I'll have to do something else all... to make me feel sleepy again. Oh, you'll you'll probably listen to some podcast <laughs> to sleep again. Huh? Yeah, definitely.